Welcome to our reality, everyone. I don't know why you're here, but I'm glad you are because tonight we're going to go over the sixth eviction of Big Brother 23. We have our first juror in the form of Brittany, or should I say Brittini, <laughs> if you want to go by Julie Chin's pronunciation tonight. Uh, we also finally came to the end of the reign of Kyland as HOH, and we have a new reign um, in Kyland's Apprentice with Darth Sarabeth as HOH now, uh, which hopefully will lead to an exciting week. I know we could use uh, a little bit more excitement after after this week trying to figure out everything, and hopefully um, we'll have an interesting week to go over. But right now we're going to be talking about the eviction itself, a little bit of the feeds action leading up to it, um, and kind of our predictions uh, on the season, our thoughts on the season, our thoughts uh, as we're going forward now in the jury phase of the game. My name is Barrett. Joining me uh, is the Nick City. Nick, how are you doing? I am great. I am kind of happy about a Sarabeth win just now. So I am. You're, you're, you're a psychopath. I swear. It's Alyssa and Sarabeth, which I mean, Alyssa almost came close to at least. Did. My girl. Yeah. After she just won veto too. So, you know. Mm -hmm. We've got. Uh, we had a woman veto winner. We had a woman, the first woman HOH of the summer in week seven. Uh, so we're on a roll here, really. Um, but yeah, we're going to get into everything. Nick, I want to know just this past week. Um, I know me and Roxy on Sunday were like, this This feeds week is really weird. Trying to piece together the high roller comp with not seeing the high roller comp um, and everything between that. I just want to know how it was for you since you didn't get to join us on Sunday and this week with Kyland as HOH. I know it was a bit uh, suffering, but how did you feel? It was, to say the least. I, you know... Way back when, when Kylan was HOH the first time, I came on this podcast and I said, I love listening to Kylan talk and he's just such a fun HOH and this and that. Girl, it was the total opposite this time. He did not shut the hell up. Like, and it was just, I was so over it. I, I wanted this week to go by faster because it felt like it was just so long. Um, you know, like, because it, it started out so fast, I feel like, because we're getting used to now with the twist involved in the schedule. So starting like Friday morning, it was like nominations, then it was the twist, then it was like veto the next day. It was just like so much. And then it was just like kind of nothing for the rest of the week, except listening to Kylan talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. But last night was a lot of fun. Um, so... We did get a little bit of excitement last night in the form of Big D and Tiffany deciding to hash things out in the storage room, if you want to call it hashing out, or if you want to call it a full-on argument uh, from feelings that did not get resolved from the week prior. Um, <laughs> that's basically what it was. I am positive we will see it on Sunday's episode. I'm almost shocked we didn't get to see it tonight. Like I am really yeah. shocked that they did not show it tonight as a form of like, Maybe this could be a vote flip for Brittany, but they kind of left it at DX and Claire just desperately trying things. And uh, the big bad cookout is trying to stop it all and give us a, a boring season, um, which is what it ended up being. Uh, but because we, we had a seven to one vote tonight, that was pretty much the prediction from the start. If we knew Brittany was going to be on the block at the end of the week. Um, I know I think me and Nick predicted Claire to go out this week. So yeah, uh, predictions didn't I know. I said us. Derek X actually, but oh, you did. I said that they were going to backdoor Derek X. I'm pretty sure. Maybe so it's Daniel who agreed with me on Claire. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it 
Kyland as HOH was um, not interesting in the slightest. It was so much worse than his first HOH in terms of uh, he got a little bit overconfident. And we saw that a little bit with giving Brittany this deal, if you want to call it a deal. I don't, they didn't, it was not a real deal. Like I know the show painted it as like this big thing that they shook on and everything. But if you watch it at the feeds, it was not, Kylan didn't have to follow that <laughs> at all. Um, I know Brittany disagreed, um, but Kylan as HOH overall really proved to me that he can be very unlikable <laughs> in this game when he feels like he has every bit of power. Um, and it was just the way that he talked to people, the way that he talked to Brittany, the way that he just assumes that he's good with everyone to the point where he literally can say it. Like, I, I need you to do this thing to benefit my social game. He was saying things like that, just really out in the open and also just making no sense in the process. Saying none, having conversations that were three hours long, four hours long. What is what it felt like with Brittany? I think he had two different sessions that were actually legitimately two and a half hours long each. And she's like, how do you do that? <laughs> and how do you let like expect me to sit through it? Um, but I'm glad know. it's over. I don't, I mean, then again, it could not be over. We could have I, as. I don't think it's over, honey. <laughs> <laughs> we have SB, which is like, I don't know, which that Kylan is like living vicariously through her at times. So I don't know. We could have a, just an extension of a Kylan HOH, depending on yes. how much SB wants to listen to him. Um I but feel I'm, like we're gonna get a lot of Kyland and SB conversations in that HOH room this week, like more than we did last week. Yeah, hopefully so. it'll be SB talking and Kyland listening instead of the opposite. Hopefully, mm -hmm. as of right now, um, I I think what's intriguing about SB being the HOH now that we're done with Kyland is that we don't really know what she's gonna do exactly. Um, she's mentioned Big D and Oz as potential targets, but I think that's BS. Uh, and Tiffany knows that's kind of BS. And that was kind of the highlight from today's feeds was Tiffany talking to the cameras and be like, I know SB's lying to me. She, she thinks she can just lie to me, but she can't. I know, I know she's not, she's not targeting those two. She's not targeting <laughs> those two. Um, and we know just from the feeds action, since the feeds came back on not that long ago, that she could be considering or no, Kylan wants her to consider DX Sinclair. Maybe not so much her considering it, but I could easily see her trying to target Derek X. Um, and I'm sure she will be yeah. somewhat coerced into doing that because she's close to Xavier to some degree. She's close to Alyssa to some degree. And X's big plan this week, if he won HOH, was to nominate Tiffany and Claire and make Derek X feel safe, but then backdoor him, um, which we saw that on tonight's episode as well. Uh, right. And I, I hope that doesn't exactly happen i don't want that predictable of a week i though i hope she throws some kind of wrench in the cookouts plans um but i don't know what do you what do you think nick i i'm hopeful that we get something i, I don't know maybe she like throws up uh one of the cookout members as like a pawn and then like the twist backfires and next thing you know derek x is safe and like someone gets randomly thrown up and you have two cookout members as like the first set of noms that could really screw the week up um, in terms of the cookout. Uh, I just don't want something predictable. I also have a lot of faith in Derek X and being able to win himself the veto if like he does get put up, but I do feel like they probably try to backdoor him. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. Sarah Beth is like the biggest wild card to me. It's funny. I was having a conversation with my friend like hours ago. And we were like going over like, oh, who would target who? And Sarah Beth was the one we were both like, who would she go after? And so like, that's why I'm kind of like happy that she won HOH because it's kind of like, okay, this isn't like super predictable. So yeah, you definitely, hope. yeah, you definitely don't get the clear cut. Like she's going after this person necessarily right. with her winning, which I, I, I do think is exciting for the most part. I think it's definitely more exciting uh, in comparison to a cookout member winning this week's right. HOH. I think we definitely have a little bit more excitement when it comes to this HOH. So hopefully um, we'll see. I think in a way, Kylan was more excited for her to win HOH than she was. If you see by the reaction, she's like, yeah, I guess I, I did win, didn't I? That, <laughs> that was me. not happy at all. <laughs> at all. You know what I am excited about, though? I am happy that she's going to get a picture of Shelly and Tiffany could finally see that <laughs> Shelly is a real person. <laughs> Hopefully, hopefully Shelly makes it. I mean, I hope a, so. It looks like Shelly might have pulled her um uh, her what do you what do you call it when they can't talk about her on the feeds anymore? Her um I don't oh, know what really? you call that. I'm losing the name of that because it seems like when they started talking about Shelly to a, uh for the first couple of days it was okay they were kind of leaving it on and then afterwards when Tiffany would bring up Shelly it would immediately cut away. So <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we won't see Shelly. We'll see Maybe. pictures of Shelly that they already had and like, oh God, what do we do now? So they just like <laughs> cut her face out and NDA. That's it. Um, yes. She got a, a shout out when she voted. So I don't know if you caught that, but yeah. Well, nobody else knows that. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> um, okay. Let's, uh, let's talk about this episode a little bit, or let's talk a little bit about Brittany. Now that we, she is our first juror. Um, I want to know your thoughts about Brittany um, just in this game, maybe how we thought of her going into the game versus how she was. And um, how do you think she'll be as a juror? Um, okay. So I do want to say, I do think Brittany left with really nice grace. Um, I really loved her attitude when she left. And I think going into the game, we kind of thought she would be, like used, I don't know, I kind of thought she'd be like used up as a pawn or just like she kind of gets grouped up with this like majority and she's just like kind of the person they throw up all the time and that's kind of what she fell into. Um, I think that she's going to be maybe a good juror. Uh, she definitely is not voting for Kyland's no matter what. We know that for a fact. Uh, and if Kylan keeps this up, I don't think he will get many jury votes in the end, regardless. But I I don't know. I feel like Brittany is someone who had a very, like, she kept bringing up how, how much she was nominated, as we all know. Um, yeah. And it, Four out of six weeks, if you forget. Right, right. Excuse me. And I feel like she's going to look at the final two and probably vote for whoever had, like, the hardest fought journey that's where i see her approach going because she fought her ass off to get there in her own mind um i mean she did but you know in her head britney was this big underdog and i feel like that's what she's gonna want in a winner so i'm like not that upset that she was the first juror i feel like her time was up and i feel like now that she's out we will have to have a new pawn star i don't know who it will be but someone's gonna have to get thrown up multiple times and i like that because it was getting boring seeing britney get thrown up every week and her having a meltdown um 
so you uh, didn't enjoy it was the only bit it was the only valid reason i wanted to watch the face was. was post veto so yeah no you're right about that but i you know i did i did feel kind of bad for her in a way because it was like imagine going on big brother and you're just constantly getting put up and getting put up and getting put up but i don't know i feel like her story was done with the season and she's now in jury and i'm yes. happy uh yeah, with Brittany, I, I do also feel like her time was up. I'm kind of glad in a way. And I think that's where Big D and Ozzy were coming from. It's just mm -hmm. like, like, get her out of here. Like, I think she's, this is it for her. Like, she doesn't need any more of this torment. Like, yeah. and they've been saying that, like, the next time Brittany goes up, that's got to be it. Like, that's got to be the last time. Um, and I think it was better for her because I don't, as even though she said in her, um, in her interview with Julie, like they were afraid that she could win at the end, uh, that she could get to the final two uh, and beat everyone and have those jury votes just because of her story. Um, I don't think that's the case necessarily, but I do think that was a good, um, probably a good excuse for everyone in the house to say to her if they really yes. wanted her to feel good about it. Like, you yeah, were voting you out because you're the best, Brittany. Um, yeah, I, I think. I do want to say this is very random, but I want to throw a random prediction in this. Her black belt lie is going to come up in the final HOH. Or, like when they ask the questions, and they're going to say something about Britney's big secret or something. And it's going to be about the black belt. That is my guess. So I just want to throw that out there because I had the thought when she got evicted. I was like, no one knows she's a black belt still. So I feel like they're going to throw that in there for that final HOH question. Mm. just saying mm, interesting okay um i don't think they've ever thrown in secrets in a final hoh competition well, if they could throw in johnny mac fixing teeth more than the summer or whatever <laughs> his stupid question was that i will never get over i think they could throw this in there okay fine that's fair that's that's <laughs> fine um i i'm interested to see how britney will react if she finds out um one that the cookout exists yeah. and two that big d and Ozza really knew the entire week that she was going to go home oh my god right? i think i think that'll because I... I was about to say like if big d or Ozza are in the final two i think they would have britney's vote on lock because mm -hmm. who else did britney hang out with uh yeah and i feel like if she finds out that they knew that much uh about her eviction and were really okay with it for the most part i know the episode painted it to make it seem like big d did not want her to go um but the more for the most part they didn't really put up a fight that much um because no. they knew the alternative and i just don't know how she's going to react to that because i'm sure that would be something that would hurt her the most knowing yeah they were never truly working with her more than anyone when she by far was working with them more than anyone else that was her teammates. So she's been with them since the beginning, beginning. And like to know that Derek F like kind of volunteered to be a pawn, didn't know that it was Brittany, but you know, like, ooh, I, that's not cute jury management too, for them to just like basically gaslight her all week in terms of like, right after she went off, I remember just like, she was having that fit in the room and Derek F was just like, you know, like, I'm not going to campaign against you and this and that. And it's just like, Cause you know, you don't have to, but that's why you're just saying that. And it's just like really awkward to watch because like, uh, I don't know. Cause those are genuinely the people she liked the most. I feel like out of the whole house. So. Oh yeah. And uh, speaking of people that she liked the most, I was really caught off guard when she brought up um, 
the the Kingslayers and the Silent Assassins in her eviction interview. I was like, those are names I have not heard what feels like in a month. And I, it may have been a month since I've heard about the Kingslayers and the Silent Assassins. Uh, right. <laughs> hey, actually, I don't even know when I officially heard Silent Assassins. That's not an, I actually know. I vaguely remember the Silent Assassins. But like, I can't believe that she, one, remembered those. And two, uh, we're thinking that those still existed as a whole. <laughs> like that really changed my mind and how I saw how Brittany viewed the game. And because we, we kept talking about like, Brittany's not in any alliances. I don't like, mm-hmm. what's she going to do about it? Like, of course she's going to go up on the block, but she thought she was in <laughs> two alliances, apparently <laughs> along with being in a team jokers. With Which AD is great to me because like, she literally had no one. And I don't think she like fully realizes that still, even now that she's out of the game, like Brittany was genuinely alone. Like, after Frenchie left, Frenchie might have been her only true ally. Maybe not even, because he made the whole slaughterhouse without her. But <laughs> she had no one at all. And I don't know how she'll react when she finds that out. I still don't think she's vote for Kylan. No, no. But <laughs> she might, maybe PT can get her vote next to Kylan. But I don't know. I think she's going to be pretty pissed off at them. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I think that was a good highlight of this week was a lot of Britney's campaign to stay was just basically talking to, an, about anti Kylan. It's just like, I'm going after him. What you going to do about it? Like, I'm going to stay. And her campaign got more interesting as the week went on. Uh, and it was really interesting uh, yesterday when she came up with like uh, a grand plan to um, if you get the five votes to save her, those five people then form a six person alliance with her. So Britney's six, which I think is really funny that Britney was trying to form her own six. Um, and together they could use her as a pawn if they wanted to, as a shield, anything. But each week from there on out, they would have all the votes to control uh, who went home each week. And so she brought this plan to like DX. She brought the plan to Claire. She brought the plan to Tiffany. Of course, it went great with DX and Claire. DX was like, wow, Britney, why are you so smart? Like, why are you giving us trouble? Um, and so... You know, of course, it didn't go anywhere. But I thought her her campaigns to stay, um, I thought very much competed with Christian in terms of the effort that was given pretty much right. all the way to the end. Um, and I really respected it. And I really did respect Britney's game a lot more than I thought I would, just based on her beginning bios. I was like, oh, my gosh, she reminds me of every peppy person I went to school mm-hmm. with. And, uh, it just, I was like, oh, my God, I don't know if I can stand it. But as soon as she got in the house and as soon as like the game began, I was like, I don't know. I don't know where Brittany's going and she, I don't think Brittany really knew where she was going. Maybe she had a better map in her head about where she was going to end up in this game. But um, I really appreciated her ability to lie to people. And I think that was her, yeah. has her best asset and not one I anticipated. Um, Me neither. I did not expect Brittany to be no liar at all. So <laughs> no, but she, she lied to everyone in that house. I mean, instinctively almost like it was yeah. really amazing i was like oh my god i think something's wrong with britney she lies to i don't know why she's telling the truth uh, <laughs> but no i, I appreciated britney for that reason and i i think she'll be an interesting juror to watch once she slowly finds out more and more that the people that she trusted the most did not yeah actually, i um, think britney will be the most shocked juror about like everything regarding cookout and her own alliance members not really being in an alliance with her at all like she's gonna her mind is going to be blown, honey. So, <laughs> Brittany for All Stars? No, I don't think so. But, uh, <laughs> and thank you for that thought, I guess. Uh, 
All right. Uh, I, I think we can go ahead and tie a bow on Brittany's time in the house. Roxy loses another draft member. Sorry, oh, Roxy. Rap. If you're out there listening, um, I, I'm, I'm really sorry about it. But you had no choice this week because it was either Brittany or Big D who was also on Roxy's team. Um, but um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Let's see. What should we talk about next? Because we have a lot of the episode to really go over. But mm. then again, a lot of it is kind of a null point now that Sarah Beth is HOH because a lot of this episode had to do with the cookout. We saw uh, Tiffany worried that Derek X and Claire might be worried about the cookout again. Maybe Kylan's going to coerce Sarah Beth to try to put up Derek X and Sarah, or Sarah, nope, uh, Derek X and Claire. Sorry. I'm, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> um, and so that was a, a segment on the show. Uh, we'll see how much that, that fleshes out this week. Um, Nothing too exciting about like the vote itself. Obviously, Ozzo was the only vote to keep Britney, which was planned from the start. Yeah. Um, and Julie tried to give us a fake out with the whole Big D, you are safe, while the music was playing, which threw oh. me off for, <laughs> for a second. Um, and then we got the, the the kiss of the season, I think. I mean, we had uh, we had the we, what we thought was the kiss of the season last week at an eviction, but truly uh, the kiss of the season was between kylan and big d which is not one i don't think any of us expected um which i think is what makes it the best kiss of the season what do you think nick oh i was so happy like because you know for a damn fact derek f was over the damn moon because he <laughs> has been thirsting over him for forever and shit if i was derek f i would be over the moon just saying kylan was annoying as hell this week but he is very attractive so very happy for them both. Um, and it might be the first gay kiss on live Big Brother, I think, right? Um, I think so. You like I, I I, if like you want to classify this as a gay I don't kiss. I don't know. See, that's the thing. I don't know if you did. <laughs> but regardless. I, I don't know if the I don't know if the romanticism was in the kiss. I don't know if the passion maybe from Big D's in. I don't know if Kyland. <laughs> Who knows who Kylan's interested in? I don't know. Girl, but that was... No clue, but I was happy for them both. <laughs> I wish... Um, I always, like, wondered this. If they if the evicted house guests can see the, the video feed as they're leaving ever, like, the, what would they show? I don't think they can, but can you imagine if Brittany was sitting there watching that video feed and just see Kylan plant one of Big D? She'd be like... <laughs> that would be so funny. Did I miss something <laughs> for, like, the past 40 days? Oh, uh, that would have been her worst nightmare, though. Her, her sworn enemy uh, kissing <laughs> her best kissing friend. Her best. <laughs> she imagine the paranoia that would have went through that girl's mind on the way to the jury house. <laughs> I can't imagine. Um, all right. The other things that happened tonight. Um, we have obviously a big storyline is that Claire was upset at Kyland for in this whole cliff analogy where he he pushed her over the cliff. And she fell, but then at, right before she hit the ground, he's like, oh, wait, let me pull you up. Uh, that was kind of uh, how this week played out for her, which is valid. Um, because, And I, I was happy to see Claire's reaction last night uh, during the OTEV comp, uh, which was just sheer hatred for Kylan throwing that competition to Alyssa and Kylan doing a terrible job now that we actually got visual for what that looked like and yeah. why everyone was talking about it for an hour afterwards. Uh do you think it even remotely Kylan's treatment of Claire this week was strategic or smart in any sense? Not really. Cause I mean, he's still 
put her up. He basically said, I'm targeting you, but I'm going to take you off and like maybe do that next week instead. So yeah, just remember that. And now Claire knows that like Kai doesn't give a crap about her basically. And she's going to go after him. Um, Kylan did throw that HOH or not the HOH, the veto horribly, but I feel like Asa also threw that comp like horribly. If you just want to talk about the Oteb for like two seconds, yeah. where she literally had the piece and was like, you know, walking around with it and then just walked over to Brittany and was like, and like walked away. And I was like, hello, did everyone just watch that? Like, it was so awkward, I feel like. Um, I, and I don't know, I haven't really heard much people talk about that or if they really cared, but I thought that was so strange. I mean, uh, I think they all understood why it was happening, just play, just based on the bets and everything. But like, yeah, Ozzy just overtly throwing it. Like, Ozzy, why don't you try to win? Like, <laughs> right? Like, it was just, it was like, Ozzy, weren't you complaining about like not winning anything? And I don't know. I was like, all right, whatever. But yeah, yeah. I just, um, I think that Claire needs to stay this week, and I want Claire to target Kyland because she's aware the thing with claire is that she's so smart like seeing her and derek x talk so much in the episode today i was like wow like she's smart as hell like the things that she could do with an hoh would be dangerous especially now with like uh the whole i'm targeting you no i'm not just kidding yeah. like type of thing that happened with her so i i'm very happy that she's still in the game for now at least so for now it is the definitely the, <laughs> the big part of that sentence yeah we'll, we'll see how long she lasts i would also love the claire hoh because i feel like i just i want to see claire in power and i think uh because i think she's been hiding a lot and so much and she's slowly trying to come out and i think she grew so much more frustrated this week when it seemed like everything she tried to do just did not work whether it was uh I mean, safely stay off the block. Uh, that was the biggest thing. But yeah. also just trying to convince everyone that Brittany needed to stay. And I sent out a, a tweet last night because it was a screenshot of Claire talking to Hannah and being like going over Brittany's plan that she had come up with, this whole six plan. Um, and Hannah was like, I just think that Big D should stay. And because like if Derek X votes for Big D to stay, then that repairs a relationship i think that can repair it a lot and claire literally went <laughs> i can see it like she... no like literally that's that's what her mind was thinking whenever anyone would bring up any point to bring or to keep big d in the game which were none there yes. are no valid points to keep Derek fraser in the game <laughs> he didn't even have any valid points it was like well you know if you keep me we could still do like the big blue couch <laughs> i was like girl everyone what the fuck what? nothing not i'll keep you safe nothing honey you we could play the big blue house <laughs> which i'm so over by the way but anyways i yeah he yeah. couldn't in, no his campaign was horrible all week so uh, i don't if the cookout was not there he would not have survived, in my opinion, because Britney's campaign made perfect sense, and she went to the right people. Like, she knew to go to Claire and Derek X, and they both were like, yes, this makes complete sense, but these people are so loyal to the cookout that Britney couldn't do it, but mm -hmm. we still got them. 
it made perfect sense and we saw of course tiffany and hannah both saying in their drs if we were playing this game differently if we weren't in the cookout this is a vote that would definitely not be in Derek f's favor uh, mm-hmm. which i think is completely true and it's like you kind of have to half be frustrated with it with the fact that oh this is how the game would have played out if people had been playing for themselves and you can be frustrated by that sure you want to see the game uh be played the way uh you want to see everyone play their own individual game but at the same time you have to be like but they're on a bigger mission themselves to kind of make this historic moment a big brother and so it's kind of a conflicting like being frustrated being like yeah but i get it (laughs) at the same time yes um so i don't know it it, i think that's what a lot of fans are dealing with and having to go over just be like uh, it's hard to watch a season where this alliance is steamrolling, even though I don't know if I do you consider this a steamroll by the cookout or do you consider it something else? I don't think it's necessarily a steamroll because when I think of steamrolls, I think of <clears throat> like season 16, for example, where it was just the, that alliance winning basically every HOH. Um, here we've had some like we've had a Christian HOH, we've had yeah. a Derek X HOH, like, now we've a- had. Yeah, now no. officially they've been out of power more than they've been in power. Yeah. Yeah, we've definitely had more people that have caused a little, like, possible corruption within their plan. So, you know, um, I don't think it's a steamroll. I think that they're a very well-rounded alliance that is, like you said, on this mission to complete. And they are so dead set on it. But it's it's like kind of working because like they're all so dead set on it that like they're loyal to the alliance and at the end of the day they they have the numbers and they have people who are loyal so it's like i don't think it's a steamroll i just think it's a very well-hidden alliance that's the thing yeah that's how i am because i feel like when we think of a steamroll we do think of season 16 you think of the detonators or you think of uh the committee last year especially you think of the committee last year where it's just every single week it's just like okay i get it (laughs) you guys are gonna win like it's fun um whereas here it's not like that where you have a christian hoh you have a sarah beth hoh now you had a frenchy hoh you have all and you have a Derek x hoh all four people not in the alliance have controlled now at the end of this week it'll be four out of the seven weeks um and you still have zero members of the cookout alliance going home at the end of the week so i mean i think it is just a very well-hidden alliance and it's well hidden because a lot of them hate each other uh, which is really helps out the case that when you have tiffany who's arguing with derek f and you have tiffany arguing with aza um and you have kyle and heaven beef with tiffany everyone's got beef with tiffany i think is what sparks a lot of it but yeah. Uh, it does help when you have an alliance of people that hate each other. And this is the only time that that could work because typically when you have alliance who hate each other, uh, they end up going after each other uh, instead of working with each other until their specified goal, which in this case is very unique in Big Brother. So uh, I, I just think that combination works well. And you heard from Christian in his exit interviews last week, be like, I had no idea that this was yeah. a thing because they're never in the same room. And again, they don't like each other. <laughs> But like that's why it's like kind of like the best alliance in a weird way because it, it, you're in a situation where you all have like this trust and this bond with each other where you guys don't even have to be in the same room together to know like I got you girl type of thing and 
that's the best part about this because normally these big alliances they get busted by now because people compare notes and it's oh those six are going in the hoh room again those six are going in that room again like people could see but they're not having meetings like that they're not like that and like that's kind of what makes the alliance work so well because they're so loyal to the point where they don't need to all gather to to make a plan or something like that so it's it could turn out to be maybe the best alliance of all time i don't know is that a statement but if they get to six and the way i see it like we said it hasn't been a steamroll where they've been in power the entire time i think that's way more impressive um because yeah it's true because then you have to actively convince whoever is in power to right. not nominate six people like oh my that's God. crazy like, that's tough. i mean yeah, so I feel like if they can pull it off, they will get my, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, but I will endorse them as the best alliance of all time. <laughs> so, yeah, that's going to be a polarizing point, I think, for sure. Um, if you, especially if you head over to Facebook, I think it's going to be a polarizing point. Uh, but <laughs> no, I mean, that's, sure. <laughs> that's neither, that's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we'll we'll see how they rank on the alliance charts at the end of the season. But I mean, obviously, when you have an alliance of six that forms the first week and all six make it to the final six, it's going to be hard not to kind of convincingly say this could be the greatest alliance of all time. I think there's a lot of people that would argue that point differently, though, just based on the fact that it's a different kind of uh, mission in terms of the alliance. It's not necessarily a, uh, we're all going to get to the end together uh with all an equal shot to win it's just we're all trying to get to the end together to make history um and to make sure that this game has a um i don't know someone new to represent it going forward kind of thing so i it's going to be interesting to see how people view the or the alliance of the cookout in future uh especially in the future seasons of big brother how all that plays I, yeah together. i i totally agree because i was thinking about that today because like you know, I'm sure that people will have to be forced to watch this season in sequester for next season. Mm -hmm. Like when they have never seen Big Brother before and they're shown this and they see the cookout and stuff like that. I wonder how that will like affect um, even casting or whatever, and, like when it comes to future seasons of the show. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm here for this, though. So whatever. we'll see. We'll see if it works out with Sarah Beth's HOH. I haven't kept up with uh, the updates lately. For those of you not watching us live, uh, we're, we go live right after the episode. So uh, at this point, we still don't exactly know who Sarah Beth is going to put up. So I'm sorry if you're like listening to this after noms tomorrow and you're like, these idiots, they don't know anything about <laughs> yeah. what Sarah Beth's doing. Uh, <laughs> I apologize for that. Don't get on to me. Uh, I do want to know, uh, this is a something that I was thinking about that could have played out in a different scenario, a Jose scenario. Um, so Kyland has one veto. Alyssa has the second veto, uh, or vice versa. Sorry. Um, but Kyland goes first in the veto ceremony. I am almost shocked that there wasn't ever a point where Alyssa and X kind of discussed, what if we let Kyland use the veto, uh, to put Brittany up and then you also use the veto on Brittany and then he's forced to pretty much put up Derek X. <laughs> I'm surprised that X didn't bring that up because I know I, they're yeah. 
the thing is with that, like Alyssa had the moment where she's like, I was afraid he was going to backdoor X. The thing is X knows he's not going to get backdoored. So it would have been a cheap move, but I thought it would have been really interesting if at one point X was even thinking about, what if we kind of used both vetoes to get Derek X on the ball? Because he would have been the only choice at that point, right? I'm pretty sure because, yeah, because he's not going to put up Sarah Beth. So yeah, it literally would have just been Derek X because he would have pulled Claire off. So Claire would have, oh my God, he would have been so pissed. That would have been really funny. It would have been a cheap move, but it would have gotten Derek X out of the house, which I think would have been a really badass move. If, if, like, that X would have been it. actually, oh my God, I wish. That would have been like some, we need some shit like that to go down this week. So mm-hmm. especially with a Sarah Beth as HOH, um, I don't know. I, I'm hoping we get some type of shake up, like I said. So yeah. Uh, so have you put in your votes yet, Nick? I have not because I'm debating on who to vote still. I, I obviously want to vote for Derek X, but I feel like he's going to get every vote already. Um, so I feel like maybe I should just do it anyways. But um, I want to be a little edgy and do something different. And I like kind of want to vote for Claire. Um, just because I feel like if Derek X, I feel like her and Derek X both need the money the most. Um and my, my girl, Alyssa, too, slash Alicia, I have not forgotten about my queen. <laughs> but um, I don't see her getting the votes, unfortunately. Yeah. So I do see people voting for Claire, though, especially after tonight's edit, um, where she kind of got, like, an underdog story, kind of. So um, I might be throwing them on Claire tonight. I don't know. I think, yeah, I think Claire could definitely use them. The thing is, Claire doesn't have any money <laughs> right now. Uh, yeah. So I don't know uh, how how well Claire would do with it because she can't do the roulette wheel, which is what she would really need this week. Uh, obviously, Derek X is going to have enough money no matter what for the roulette wheel. It's just a matter of who, he, if he's going to use it and if he's on the block, he's definitely going to use it and to who he's going to be competing against to try to get that power. Um, which his competitors at the moment would be uh, Derek F. Uh, Xavier would be eligible unless Xavier wants to save, which I don't know. He's so worried about Derek X. I don't know if he would save the money uh, instead of risking Derek X getting the roulette power. Um, I'm trying to think. You could ha- you- Brittany's out. She's the other one with 100 from this week. Tiffany is not going to have enough money unless she gets 100 bucks this week, which I don't know after tonight's episode if she can do 100. I saw a lot of people on Twitter voting for her, actually. So, Okay. Um, she, she would need all 100 to compete for the roulette power. Um, so who knows? Maybe she could sneak into that $100 slot. Oh, I'm sorry, BB bucks slot. Uh, let's see. Aza got 50, so she needs to kind of get more votes. Alyssa needs more votes. Kyland could potentially sneak into a 75. No, never mind. He didn't. He spent his money. He can't get it. Um, I think Sarah Beth spent hers too, right? Uh, Sarah Beth did spend hers. Correct. Yeah, because she was the first one to go because she gave us all the narration for the yes. High Rollers comp, yes. which we all appreciated. <laughs> um, and correct me if I'm wrong, Nick. The roulette power uh, is it's a game of balance, as it was stated. Mm-hmm. And it has the power to remove the no- a nominee from the block post-nomination ceremony. And then a roulette wheel will decide who the remaining nominee is based off of pretty much everyone except for you and the HOH yes. and the other nominee. 
that's what I got from it, basically. Okay. Just making sure. Because uh, I know me and Roxy on Sunday were like, what if uh, you yourself can be renominated? nominated <laughs> 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 okay, It's just a game of chance that you yourself can be put on the block can yet again. Imagine winning the power because America voted for you and then you still got thrown off. <laughs> That'd be tragic. Um, I hope not. I, yeah, I think it's basically like a random, basically like randomizing who will go up. Um, so I don't know. I feel like that could really screw things up this week, yeah. especially if Sarah Beth randomly wants to put up a cookout person as like a pawn, like, cause then you could potentially get two cookout people as the initial moms. If someone uses this thing and a cookout member basically gets randomized on the block, they could be in trouble this week, exactly. depending on who they are exactly. But yeah, the scenario I don't want to play out is that um is that dx gets put on the block uh he decides to play for the roulette wheel um wins it or no, i don't know i'm trying to think he could potentially get the money but decide not to play because he doesn't want to risk like someone else going up or he wants to risk next week going for the coin of destiny so I don't know. I, that, that's the thing because so many people could go for the roulette wheel this week that there's only like one or two people that could get the coin of destiny the third week. So I'm one. That's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Which I think I could see Xavier getting it at this point because I don't think he's going to go for the roulette wheel this week, but he's going to have enough money probably. Um, Derek F getting the coin of destiny would just be a nightmare <laughs> oh <laughs> my god he would god. get all the power he wants though he would get all the power he wants uh and i would love to see what he'd do with it but at the same time i'm like i don't know if i can handle a full week of it i would love to see him flip the coin and it not work out in his favor that would be hilarious let me just say but please no i, I don't even know how he got the 100 bucks still i'm still like not over that i i literally saw that update and I was like, Derek F, who 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 was voting for him? Because I saw no one on Twitter voting for him. Um, I guess casuals like him. The ca he's, he's got to be big with the casuals. I guess I was right about the casuals liking Britney too, because I did say that they were probably going to vote for Britney, and they did. But Derek F kind of threw me through the loop. So I don't know. I hope he doesn't get it again. That would be tragic. Like. Please no. I I don't know. I don't think so. I he think, could. I he got it. He still got a good edit this week, so I think he, he did. could get into it. It's and he just survived the block, so I don't know. I think Derek X will definitely get it. Um, I think it'll be him. It's still three people, right? Yes. Okay, so I'm gonna do predictions. I think it'll be Derek X. Um. Tiffany and I'm gonna say Hannah. Okay. All right. Hmm. All right. I could see obviously I think the two Derek's I think are gonna still be the one hundred slots. That third one though, oh, dang. I could see Claire. Like I think I could see Claire making a big jump into the one hundred spot. Cause I think at this point, if you're a casual, I think 
every casual is going to want someone not from the cookout to make it into the top three, just based on how they're editing everyone in the cookout. They're kind of editing them as the the villain alliance, which is not untrue per se. I think they're just the majority of the house now. So yeah. you have to, I think, internally root against them. Um, I'm not saying it's a malicious intent or anything. Uh, so I could see Claire sneaking up there just based on her story this week. Um, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know. At the same time, it's probably hard to make that jump from 51 to 100. Tiffany could make that jump from 75 to 100 pretty easily. Um, but who knows? I don't think Kylan is... I think Kylan's going to go to 50. I think Kylan's for sure going to stay with the 50. Um, who were the I, other 75 people? I don't remember exactly. Your 75s still- were Tiffany, Xavier, and Hannah. Okay, yeah. I forgot about Hannah. I think Hannah will definitely... Actually, no, but I want Hannah to sneak into the 100s. But yeah, yeah. I'm glad the audience likes her. So yes. I feel like her edit hasn't been that strong. So I'm very happy that like she got that. Um, yeah, I, I was pretty happy with that too. Yeah, I think Hannah getting the roulette wheel, uh, if she was able to with DX on the block, would be really interesting too. So, oh, um, yeah, that would I be feel juicy. Like- I feel like that's when it is really advantageous because, well, Hannah would never do that, though. Uh, (laughs) I don't think she would. Uh, I just hope she doesn't, like, try to prevent DX from getting... I I don't know anymore. The way that the cookout operates with their pawns or their their plus ones uh, is really confusing to me at times because I can't tell how real they are. It's the same thing with Brittany campaigning uh, the the last few days and when DX and Claire would bring those points to Tiffany... Uh, in Hannah at first, they would be like, yeah, that's actually a really good point. Like some, I just can't tell sometimes, but then in their DRs tonight where they're like, this can't happen. It's not going to happen. So I, I just yeah. don't know how they feel when they say things like, yeah, DX might have to go next or Claire might have to go next. I don't know how real to take that at the same time, because it's hard for me to imagine Hannah willingly letting Derek X go like this week. Like that's so hard for me to imagine. I it's, totally agree. It's so weird to me. Like, that's where, like, my... I get a little frustrated with, like, the cookout because I'm like, okay, well, I think that you guys clearly trust each other. Like, if, like, Hannah and Derek X, for example, and Tiffany and Claire, for example, Kylan and Sarah Beth, they all trust each other, like, within their pairs so, so, so much. But yet, Tiffany would rather keep Derek F over Claire, for example. And it's like... Ugh, it's just frustrating because it's like you know you know the reason but like yeah it's like, it's like you're keeping Derek F over Claire like it's not right it's not really close right no so. I, I I totally get that um yeah it just goes back to you're they're not playing uh, the individual game but the the mm-hmm. game that they are playing is still very important and it's just trying to figure out how you feel about uh all that right it's the same thing with Kyland uh in the hoh room this week i saw people were talking about this a lot where he was saying things like i i really at this point i am playing for a chance to come back for a second time so i can play for an individual game that time like it's just like why don't you play an individual game now kyland is what everyone was saying uh but i don't know yeah i understand the frustration um right and i i do love the cookout like i said i think that they have the potential to be literally the greatest alliance of all time yeah but it's just frustrating because they don't like each other you're you're like why are you evicting your allies that you actually like (laughs) so yeah 
I think, yeah, I think it's not fun from that point of view. And also from like the, oh, we could have a vote flip this week. But then you think about it for five seconds and you're like, oh, wait, no, we're not. (laughs) It can't happen. There's no way it could happen. Uh, But no, I agree with you. It's like when you think about the cookout, you have really great players that you can imagine being in the final two. Like I would not complain at all for a Tiffany for a uh, for a Hannah for Xavier to be in that final two. I don't want Kylan there anymore. But <laughs> no, I think Kylan's goat journey has started. I will say. I think I see Kylan getting very either in the final two or close to the end, and just getting destroyed by a jury. That's where I see his story arc going from here. But. You are correct. I wouldn't mind seeing a Tiffany in a final two or a Hannah in the final two, or even like an Ozda journey to the final two would be interesting to me. Um, like they're all good players. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of, of Derek F, but he's like the only one. <laughs> I, I still like Kyland in terms of like, oh, he's messy, like type of vibes, but but he's know. messy, like in slow motion. Yeah, that's that's. <laughs> That's why it's very weird. Because I normally like the messy people because they make the game a little more fun. But he's messy and like, uh, I'm going to talk in circles for like three hours until you're just so tired of talking to me that you're just going to be like, all right, I'm just going to go to bed because you're exhausted. <laughs> no, yeah, that that was the worst. One of, one of the worst weeks I can remember trying to watch the feeds with Kyle and his HOH. God, if he wins HOH again, I'm gonna lose my mind. Like it better be it better be during this triple that we're gonna have. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, but watching him and last night with Aza as they tried to discuss, like they tried to um, squash their beef with the whole throwing the HOH comp this week, which Kylan did not do. Uh, it last they talked for about an hour and a half, I think, last night, and it was just a lot of nothing. And Kylan just talking in like end on end. And I'm, I wish I could quote on a bunch of different things. He would say just random things like, you're just like, people think that I have all these deceptions, but not all deceptions are lies. And, um, and so when you say things, um, I have to perceive it in a way that I have to think about my perceptions and how I would go for this course of action rather than, uh, see someone else go for this course of course of action because they might be perceiving it in a different way than I am. And um, when people, uh, you know, when someone asks you a question like, uh, "Can what is the what is that?" Uh, and they point at a paper towel roll, and I'm am I supposed to think, um, "Well, what do you mean by that? Are you asking me like, are you is this a roll of paper towels, or are you asking me what is it made out of?" Because uh, that can be the way we perceive different questions. And are you asking, like, what is the paper towel roll made out of? Like, where was it processed in the factory? Or how did it come to be? Thailand, am I going on the block or not? <laughs> Get to the point. I was going to say, and then at the end of that, he was just like, and so that's my apology. And I was, I was like, you didn't apologize, though. <laughs> oh and so God. it led to nothing. so bad. And it's, it's so crazy to me how much I enjoyed him, like, talking to people during his first HOH reign and being like, wow, his conversations were just so like in-depth and nice and it was so refreshing. Girl, I'm over it. <laughs> I'm so over it. Like, I don't want another Kylan HOH. I am, we're done. We're done with the combos. We're done with the one-on-ones with Kylan. Please. <laughs> we are done. 
Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I wouldn't count on Sarah Beth having a bunch of one-on-ones this week. Uh, like she doesn't seem like she wants no. to do that. I can't she imagine her. Seem like she wants to be an HOH, but yeah. it was like when Christian won HOH, she's like, I didn't know the rules. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't. Oh, Brittiti. Oh, that killed me. Brittiti. How, how I feel like I, I got to pull that up. That was just too much for me to handle at once. Like, what what happened there? I like to think, <laughs> did, like, someone mess up on her teleprompter for her to say <laughs> Brittiti? Like, what does that even mm. What does it mean? Like, what? <laughs> what was she trying to go for? Um. Okay, let me go to the... Oh, Julie. I love when she, when we see like little personality come out of Julie because I feel like she's so like robotic. I mean, she's Chenbot, but then it's like, but then she messes up and it's just like, oh my god, there's a and person it's, in there. It's so funny to me because it's like, oh, like <laughs> Julie, you have emotions. <laughs> it is possible. She messed up a lot tonight. I feel like okay, let's. If you would like to vote for me today, do you feel that I advance it? I help your game move forward. This is an individual game at this point. Please make the decision that's best for you. I respect whatever decision you make. And Julie Chen, I love you. I love you back. Yes! Thank you for TT. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I love you too. It was so pronounced, Rititi. <laughs> what? <laughs> Thank you, oh Brititi. <laughs> yeah, it sounds so weird. I know. Like, how did that happen? <laughs> like, it's one thing to just mess up, like, a letter or two, but to change the whole pronunciation of her name to... <laughs> uh, okay, Julie, whatever you say. And then her... Ad- I thought it was so funny that she asked Derek uh, <laughs> if she could call him Big T. <laughs> She's probably so sick of saying Derek F, Derek X, Derek F, Derek X. <laughs> She's just like, I need to call one of y'all something else. Like, I know. Uh, Derek F, also known as Big D. It's <laughs> the Jackson, also known as Mickey. Exactly. I'm yeah. sad we didn't get an e vote this week, by the way. Just saying. It's okay. I think next week we should be good for one. Okay. Uh, maybe. Maybe not. If we don't, that means he's on the block, which I, can I complain? That means something interesting happened this week if Big D ends up on the right. block at the end of the week, I think. Um, yeah. And if Big D's on the block at the end of the week, next to someone that's not like Derek X or Claire or no, actually it would be more interesting if he was, because then one of Derek X or Claire would have to uh, campaign and they're going to get resistance from people like Hannah and Tiffany. And that's just when it's going to be like, okay, something's up. Like something has to be up. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, Who knows though? Who knows? I, I just hope we get a good week. Don't we all hope that? All I want. I want some fights that aren't just Tiffany and Derek F. Like, just hashing it out in the storage room. That was entertaining to watch, though. Oh, Um, it was. Even, like, just watching them all, like, eavesdrop outside and Hannah click the button. Yeah, Hannah clicked the button as soon as they brought up, like, the six. And she's like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was so funny. He was like, why would you push the button? She was like, I thought it would be messy. Like. Oh, she's funny. I love Hannah. I, I thoroughly enjoy her presence on the feeds the most. So I hope she stays safe this week. Because we know a couple weeks ago, Sarah Beth was very stern on, on 
you know, she had PowerPoints, she had essays, she was ready to to send Hannah out that door. And now that she's HOH, I'm like, I want you to target a cookout member, but not not Hannah, not that one. Yeah. Someone else, please. So yeah. We'll see though. We'll see. I also saw um something and I saw this on the feeds because I saw Claire talking about it. I didn't go reverse in time to see uh where this started but claire was talking about like uh sb as like in uh, as a like a scientist of some sort like she in a lab coat like and i read somewhere else that apparently claire had seen footage of sb in a lab coat at some point so she knows like sb isn't a voice actor like she's claiming to be this could be totally fake but i did for sure hear claire talking about sb in some sort of like scientist uh sense so, That's so weird. Huh? Yeah, I wasn't even going to bring this up, but I thought it was like so weird at this point that I probably should mention it. Uh, I don't know how Claire would have seen this at any point. Were they? They were. They were in the same moving group, though, weren't they? I don't remember. Because the only thing I could think of the way that she saw it was, oh, they that were maybe in the she same saw... move out group. Or maybe group. like she saw it on like the a monitor or something while they were playing all the intros before they were heading out to the stage because it, it was all live. So like. Maybe she saw a monitor or something accidentally and saw Sarah Beth in her little uh, outfit or whatever she does. She's a forensic she, scientist or I don't know. She was being a voice actress for a scientist on a cartoon show. So I don't know mm. what Claire saw, but it was not that. <laughs> she's, she's lying. I just thought that was an interesting note. Uh, but <laughs> Yeah, they, they just... Uh, I like to think it was just like a triple eviction thing where on the behind Julia just said SB is a forensic scientist just in the text on the wall. She's right. Like, you think <laughs> you don't think, do you? <laughs> oh God. Let's see. What's what's Sarah Beth saying right now? So oh, Sarah Beth just talked to the cameras. She said, Shout out to my mom and my whole family. Thank you guys for supporting me. Shout out to my beautiful girlfriend Shelly, who I am really hoping I am getting a picture of you. If I don't get a picture of you, that would be so mean. Uh, I will be working really hard to make sure I set myself up this week and have a good end game. Hopefully the actions I take this week will allow me to make it to a final two chair. All right. Okay. That gives me good hope that she wants to do something like kind of big this week. Mm -hmm. She says step one is to make sure that the roulette gets used which is interesting uh, stance to take, uh, which I guess means that she has a lot of targets in mind if you're that comfortable with it right. being used. Because, I mean, realistically, she's not going to nominate Kyle and she's not going to nominate Alyssa or Xavier. So that only leaves at that point Tiffany, Claire, uh, DX, and Hannah, and Aza, and Derek F. I said only, but that's... I know, you're like, people. it's only half house. <laughs> <laughs> So who knows? And I think she already like promised Claire safety. Uh, oh my god! If she promised Claire safety, I will be very happy with what's to come this week. Or she at least doesn't want Claire out. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. So we'll we'll see how much it works. She talked to Oz a little bit earlier, but I don't have the the mental space to go back and see what exactly <laughs> they talked about exactly. So I don't know. I don't know if she promised Oz anything. I don't know if she's gonna promise Big D anything. Um, so. Let's find out uh, tomorrow, which I'm, I think tomorrow is going to be very exciting, especially um, if we find out that she has nominated one of those people that could easily play in the roulette competition without a second thought. So I'm excited for that. 
I just hope it'll be less torturous to figure out what happened than it was last week, which was just like, okay, what is this competition? There's two vetoes and there's a coup d'etat. <laughs> and so, so there's a, there's a roulette wheel. We got that, but the two vetoes thing, how does that work exactly? <laughs> yeah. Just, it was hard to get that clarification for it. There was like a lot of information thrown at us. And I, I don't know. I was like on vacation too. So like, Seeing like I remember turning on Twitter and seeing the updates and being like Kylan has also won a veto and I was like, what did I miss? <laughs> so it was a lot last week. Hoping that this week, you know, now that we know the schedule of like when noms take place and stuff like that, it'll be a little easier to follow. And I hope it's just not a dragged out week like last week because after the veto ceremony, it was kind of just like Brit's leaving. What now? Yeah. So. I don't want that. I want another Christian SB nom set where everyone was like going all over the place. Exactly. So. And thankfully, uh, I think on the bright side, if you want something exciting to happen this week, you have obviously, as we've talked about, a non-cookout member as HOH. But now it's a little bit more interesting because we're in the jury phase of the game with a non-cookout member as HOH. This is very dangerous for yeah. every single cookout member. And SB, I'm not going to call her unpredictable. I'm just going to say she's very set in her ways, I think. And we've seen that where if she doesn't get the way that she wants, she gets very irritated. So I think she'll be a little bit more selfish with her picks for nominations and probably who she wants to target, which I think is a little bit more concerning for the cookout because they know they can't just send Kylan up there to be like, what if you target this person and this person? I think she's less likely than other people to listen. Uh, so that's a little bit interesting, I think. Uh, yeah, I'm really hoping that her, Claire, and Derek X can kind of like come together i know that that's very slim of happening but well, I, I would I mean, love it when derek x was hoh sb was like you me and kai should form a trio and <laughs> they tried to work together with that but i just no i don't think that really kind of didn't plan out because uh, dx kind of nominated her so uh that didn't really work but yeah. sarah beth says she doesn't trust that derek x would use the roulette power to save kai you're right he wouldn't <laughs> Right. Um, Sarah Beth says, imagine I put you up to Kylan. Nobody ends up playing for you, and then you get stuck on the block. Kylan said, then I win the veto. Sarah Beth said, are you confident that you can win the veto? And then Kylan said, I am that confident I could win the veto. I, I would like to see it. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. That's some confidence. Um, okay. I am... Um... Yeah, I don't know. I really, I, I really want like at least um, the outsiders of the cookout to to come together. I like I said, I know that's very slim of happening, but I I love it when we have two alliances going after each other, even if it's you know what four on six or whatever the hell it would be. Mm -hmm. But I just I don't know. It would be at least more entertaining because it's so frustrating to watch someone in the minority win an HOH and you're like, oh my God, like this is it. And then they're just like, I'm going to target someone else in the minority. And it's like, uh. Yeah. <laughs> so you have no clue. <laughs> I know. It's like, you're really doing this. Like, so yeah. I'm hoping that, like, I don't know. I really, the fact that Claire and Derek X 
I feel like they're on to something and I, I really want one of them to mention it to Sarah Beth because I feel like Sarah Beth is smart as hell and it would probably start to click for her as well. Um, Alyssa worries me. She is my queen. She, she always will be, but I am scared that she is more loyal to X than she is Sarah Beth. And so like if Claire, for example, went to Sarah Beth and was like, I think that there's this thing, whatever. And if Sarah Beth went to Alyssa, I could see Alyssa snitching on it to Xavier or something like that happening. Um, so I, that's why I want at least Sarah Beth, Claire and Derek X to compare notes together. You're right. Alyssa definitely likes X way more than Sarah Beth. I mean, yeah. especially after the whole Christian thing, when uh, her and Christian were like, it was Sarah Beth. We know it was Sarah Beth that planned all of this, even though it wasn't. Uh, yeah. But they still thought that she did that and stabbed her, stabbed them in the back, which to a degree she did. She was lying to them the entire week about what was going to happen when she knew. Uh, so, I mean, Alyssa has good reason to trust X more than Sarah Beth. I kind of wish for this case that that didn't that wasn't a thing but yeah sarah beth definitely uh is not in the good great graces of Alyssa. maybe the good graces maybe the not nah, more like the okay graces of Alyssa is probably yeah. more likely i feel like push comes to shove Alyssa would throw her up over other people despite the whole them being on the same team thing so yeah uh yeah i think before yeah she would I don't think she would definitely mind targeting Derek X and Sarah Beth at the same time. Mm -hmm. I don't think that would be an issue for her. But then again, like I texted you earlier, I forgot Alyssa was even on this season uh, when you when you texted that you were going to vote for her today because uh, she has been such a non-factor this week. Like, <laughs> she won veto. <laughs> I know, but she won the she won the the one of two veto. She won the less important veto, the one that didn't get used. Um, but I mean, at the same time, she's just kind of like, I, I think she's kind of owning that role too. She's like, I'm the lone wolf now. So don't touch me. But I me. feel like that's such a good advantage right now in a weird way. Like Alyssa is just like that person that can get scooped up. And so the way I see it is the cookout gets to six. Alyssa is seven. Alyssa wins one comp that week. She is safe. And she probably becomes the most powerful person in a weird way because then the cookout would obviously have to turn on each other and Alyssa's sitting pretty while this one's mad at this one and that one's going after that one and she's just kind of sitting there mm -hmm. and she's proven that she could win things she just won the OTEV she almost kind of won HOH tonight but <laughs> <laughs> she I mean if she had hit the buzzer she still without... lost but she yeah. went second at least I don't know she's I think she has the capabilities um, to maneuver her way. I, I like to call certain people in these games cockroaches where they're like, kind of like, you're, you're like, how are you like still in the game? And I could see Alyssa falling into that like role where it's yeah. like, they're constantly just trying to get rid of Alyssa, but she keeps like winning things or she just like keeps sliding by or whatever. I don't know. Maybe I just have this weird fantasy in my head, but um that's what i would love to see out of her so it is yeah it's odd um just it, it because the cookout know that they're getting to six but at the same time they're constantly being selfish about who that seventh place person should be mm -hmm. and it's like on the off chance that they do have that kind of situation where uh, the non-cookout member wins the veto that week or happens to win hoh at final seven 
they want to make sure that they're not the first cookout member to fall. Um, and I think that's what's really interesting about the way that they're maneuvering everything right now. Because they're, they're on one hand, they're like, yeah, we have to get rid of all the non-cookout members. But at the same time, they're like, but what if you just like kept Alyssa safe until seven? <laughs> My name's Xavier. I'm not a lawyer. And so it's, it, it's interesting to watch in that perspective of things. Um, but at the same time, it's really frustrating uh, watching like Claire and DX and SB. Uh, well, not not interesting watching SB. I'm I'm gonna take that one back. Uh, but in Alyssa, like all talking about this could be the thing that sets me up for the end in their DRs and stuff like that. Where it's like I know you're not gonna get to the end. <laughs> like I know yeah. as a viewer that you're never gonna get to the end, and it's very like upsetting to me. It's like the episode of SpongeBob where he eats the the pie that's a bomb, and he knows that and only Squidward knows that he <laughs> has less than a day to live, but SpongeBob doesn't know it. So he, Squidward's trying to make it the best day ever, and the whole time you're like, well, SpongeBob's gonna die though. Like that pie is gonna blow up inside of him. It's like that. I watched Claire and DX, and I'm like, the pie is gonna explode, guys. I don't know how much I can root for you but i want to root for you right no i totally agree you agree with that you were going to say the same analogy weren't you oh totally you know (laughs) no i just i i want something exciting like i i have thoroughly enjoyed this season i will say we are at like the halfway point and i am this cast is probably my favorite in like years i loved 20 but before that i didn't really like like a Full cast in like so long and this cast has delivered even though it's been like kind of predictable up until now it's been like thoroughly enjoyable just because of how fun the cast is but I just want something exciting gameplay wise other than the cookout managing to escape elimination or whatever but I just I don't know we need some kind of disruption in their plan hopefully this week I agree. Um, and before this, uh, before, I guess, yesterday even, what we had to look forward to was the final six. And to find, once we get to that final six, we'll have the cookout finally no. going against each other. But, uh, but first, <laughs> we must talk about a little bit of the schedule changes to September. I know a lot of people are talking about this. So uh, if you want to be in the loop. Uh, thank you, Hamster Watch, for screenshotting this, by the way, which I'm about to pull up. But let's go over this a little bit. So, um, yes. okay. All right. When we get to September, uh, we're going to have uh, we have a bit of schedule change. So on September 12th, 8.30 p.m. start time. And I assume that this would be uh, East Coast that we're talking about. So right. 8.30 Eastern. And then uh, on Thursday, September 16th, this is the important one. We have a two-hour show, a two-hour eviction episode. But first, no, (laughs) it's not just an eviction episode. What we can uh, imagine from this is that we'll have a triple eviction again, continuing last year's tradition of having a, a triple eviction that's sure to probably be disappointing. Maybe, But this season, it's disappointing in a whole new way because <laughs> this season, it's going to be disappointing because um, we're not going to get to see that full fallout, that full, uh, the cookout finally is going to go after one another because it'll be at the top seven, going from top seven to final four. Uh, Nick, how do you feel about it? I hate it. <laughs> I absolutely hate it. I have said since preseason on this 
podcast that I hate triple evictions. I think they suck the fun out of the end game. Um, I saw someone tweeting today, I forgot who, or else I would quote them exactly. But they said, you know, if we did triples back in the day, we would lose iconic, like, uh, things such as Dan's funeral and stuff like that. And I totally agree. I personally like the end game. I know a lot of people think it's kind of boring, but I think it's right when, like, those big comforts come into play. But, um, hate it so much. And was that schedule, like, the, like, did that only show, like, changes in times? Because, um, there was, like, no episode from, like, the 22nd to the 29th? Or am I just, like, totally reading this totally wrong? Because I was, like, uh, I think those are just, those are only the changes. Okay, like, I was, like, not, not no episode one. for a week. What the hell is going on? But, okay, yeah, no, I just, I don't, yeah, I was confused, but it's fine. I don't like triples at all. And um, I just rather, I, I was listening to um, Taryn's morning updates this morning and um, the lady that they had on there, I forgot her name. I'm so sorry, but she. I think, was, I think it was Maggie on today. Yes. But she was saying how she loved how they did the two doubles and how it was like perfectly spaced out and perfectly timed. And I totally, totally agree. I think that the two doubles are so good because you have people could prepare for them and stuff like that triples it's more so like all right let's get this shit over with that's what it feels like to me whereas doubles it's like oh shit like this is a double eviction whereas triples it's kind of just like we're over this so we're just gonna rush this now and especially it's right when like the most dramatic part of the whole season is gonna yeah. happen like thanks cbs yeah i know i <sighs> Yeah, that's the moment where you don't want it. Like if I I think the ideal if you had to have a triple eviction, the ideal placement for it would have been next week, I think. Cuz then mm -hmm. at the end you're down to cuz we're at 10 right now. Seven. After that you'd be down to 7, which would like be fine. Yeah, that's cool. And it helps to like if there's still drama left with um like if a cook a cookout member goes that's cool uh then we have the drama fallout from that if you don't then that means we've saved ourselves weeks of predictable uh evictions which is perfect that's kind of how it was uh with last year's triple i was i was ecstatic for it because i was like all right finally we can get three people out of here in one night so the season can end <laughs> this right. season i'm like i don't really want that right now especially that <laughs> seven to four like are you insane that's <laughs> so weird like we're losing out on final five like which i feel like is such an iconic time and like it's just not it just seems so rushed to me too that's why i really don't like them it's like who wants to watch just like, there's no talking, I feel like. We don't see a lot of it, at least. And I just, it's boring. It's it's because it never works out, like, in terms of how we want it. Let's friggin' be real. And I feel like it's not as dramatic as if we ever wanted. I mean, yeah, we only had a triple last season. But I feel like this season, if we really wanted the drama and the fireworks, let the cookout final six week be a full week. And we will have some fights. I guarantee it. But when we have one hour between final six and final five, we're not getting shit other than I'm putting you and you up and like, that's it. And like, we're not really going to get like a fallout or anything either because they're going to go right into the final five, which is just gonna. It's like, stop rushing it. It's like, stop. Don't give us this yeah. triple. I hate them. It's just like, yeah. Imagine Tiffany and Derek F 
finally getting to final six together and not having to pretend to well i'm not even gonna say they pretend to like each other they just don't like each other at this point but at least having to work together in the process imagine that combo of not liking each other and not working together anymore like that would be so good but i feel like if you have a triple eviction from seven to four i feel like Derek f is a very easy person to go in the midst of a triple which i actually i mean i feel like everyone is pretty susceptible to fall in a triple eviction but at the same time i could see that totally ruining that whole dynamic of uh, everyone hating each other and having all that time to hate each other once they get to final six, once they're like all for themselves at that point, and just having that be ruined to just skate forward to final four where you don't really have like there's no beef to have anymore because it's just like yeah. I just have to win competitions at this point. Like, like how tragic. It's just not fun. Like when you go from seven people on the feeds to four in one night, it's like, okay, I'm watching four people now. Like you go from kind of half the house still to like a friggin' quarter of the house at that point. Yeah. No, and the difference from seven to four would just be astronomical. And having yeah. It's, I don't know. It kind of just sucks the fun out of it. Like I said, it's why would you want to do that? I don't know. CBS is so weird. <sighs> Gosh. Um, yeah. I hope I hope we don't have that. I really hope it's not a triple. And if it is a triple, I hope they um, change it. CBS, call Roxy. Okay. She'll She'll tell you what to do. Believe me. (laughs) Um, But if you wanted to know the the track for the rest of the season after what is supposed to be the triple, uh, no show on the 19th. And then we'll have a one hour later show or two hours later show on that Wednesday. And then the finale, the following Wednesday, which is also two hours. Um, I'm just bummed about that triple if that's true. Even though I, I like the triple more than most people last year, but it was for a terrible reason. And that reason was because it finally just sped up the game a little bit more because I couldn't stand right. watching anyone. Which is a fair point last season, but this season it is like, no, you have something good right here and you're going to ruin it. Like you're literally ruining what everyone has been waiting for. So yeah. thanks. We were finally getting to the point where we are like, all right, we'll just wait until final six. That's fine. I'm sure it'll be good then. And now they're like, well, actually, the thing is, uh, the final six is going to be like 20 minutes. Uh, so, <laughs> Literally 20 minutes. They're going to have two seconds to celebrate. They're going to be like, where are we going to be the final six? And Julie's going to be like, <laughs> and they're just like, pu- they're just pushing a big, big D out of the house at the same time. And Julie's going to have the triple eviction thing behind her as they're celebrating. <laughs> they're all celebrating Jews like I don't, I don't know what to do do I ruin their celebration do I <laughs> oh my god it's gonna be so awkward I already hate it so much how would you feel if uh say a nightmare scenario happens for the cookout and SB takes out a member of the cookout and then they're just like okay you know what who cares uh we tried cookout is done uh which I don't know if they would I don't know if the cookout would do that if one of their members went before final six. I think they would still try to be like us five, maybe depending on who went, I think. Right. I think it would depend on who went, but I would be here for it. Cause that would open up a whole can of worms. I feel like the game would kind of turn into um, like Tiffany's side versus like maybe like a Derek F side. I don't know. I don't really know who he has behind him, but I see them butting heads, especially if, both of them escape that and like let's say i don't know Ozzy leaves or something i feel like derek f would be really pissed off 
but mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like if a cookout member leaves this week, I don't see Kylan's touching the block, so I'm not even going to consider him. Um, I would want to see Xavier go. Is that, I feel like that's a hot take and that's kind of random, but if a cookout member were to leave this week, oh, I don't think Xavier's going up at all, by the way, because Sarah Beth is a friggin' what? king person. I mean, I'm I'm reading some of the stuff she's saying right now to Kylan, and it's interesting. I'll say that. Well, the way I see it is that Xavier probably has the best chance of winning this whole game, and taking Xavier out is kind of like taking out like the head of a snake. I feel like when it comes to the cookout, um, even though I feel like Tiffany is more so of like the face of it i they're, think i mean yeah they're like the i feel like they're a shared head of the snake in a way right i and i think taking xavier out kind of like makes the ending of this a little more exciting so mm -hmm. i have a little i don't know i want him out in terms of opening up the game i agree so. if if the eight if the knockout hoh competition wasn't in the indication of how uh people aren't really thinking of xavier in a lot of cases because he didn't get picked until he had to be picked in that competition which is crazy um, to me like, i know i think it's really indicative of how well he's been playing yeah he's i i feel like that i don't know if this comparison is off or not but he i feel like he's playing like casey and casey won the game whereas like no one targeted her at all and she was in her alliance all the way up until the end and then just won her way to the end that's literally what i see xavier doing like honestly so i i, I, I mean like, i feel like the only difference is that we're getting a lot more insight into xavier's game than i feel oh, like we were for getting sure. from casey yeah i just feel like in terms of like their journey as like oh they sat in this big alliance until they had to win out yeah. and that's like pretty much what i see xavier's journey being in my mind but i don't know all right. I, I would love to see him face some some trouble. Well, I'm going to read some Sarah Beth quotes from the the last Ooh, okay. I'm excited five minutes or so. Left. So um, about eight minutes ago, she said to Kylan, um, I do not want to do one-on-ones. One-on-ones are awkward and stupid, and I hate that they happen. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> this is me reading from BB Update, so I have no idea what the inflection of Sarah Beth is when she says this. Um, she said, I feel good with Claire and Tiffany. One thing that makes me feel good with them is that they actually listen to me. You want to know who doesn't listen to me? Alyssa and X, particularly X. Once he has made up his mind, dot, dot, dot. Back to Tiffany and Claire. We have had the jackpot. Oh, she name dropped the jackpot. All right. We have never done anything to show that we are not loyal to each other. I took this opportunity. To, oh, my phone. I closed my phone. Um, Lord, it took this opportunity to really, uh, to really include them in my decisions. It would make them feel solidified with me. I would think it would be a waste for me to go after either of them. So, um, I didn't love the fact that the two people I was told were campaigning to flip the vote, Claire and DX, were suddenly meeting with everyone an hour before the vote. Oh, wait, no, that was Kylan that said that. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I know that sounded like she was going back on it. Um, and then Kylan said, Claire uh, now has this tightness with Derek X. And I am like, where did this come from? They're the only names that came up as someone that was campaigning against me. That was weird to me. Okay, so 
I guess uh, Kylan is taking DX and Claire's trying to keep Brittany as like a direct attack against him, which is a weird way to take that. Uh, I don't think that's how they were meaning for it to be, even though, yeah, Kylan, they totally would put you up on the block. Like, there's no question about it. I don't think that's what they were meaning exactly, but I see Kylan's angle now. Um, it's just a matter of, I don't know if SB will listen to him. I don't know. Uh, Esky, she got a mind of her own, girl. So uh, she. And the thing is, know. she's got she's got to nominate at like ten thirty in the morning. I so know she, that's the no... thing with this is that like you gotta. You, you and she says she's time. not. <laughs> she says she's not going to do one on ones. She's surely not going to be up there till five a.m. like Kylan was with Derek F. talking about who they're going to nom. Uh, so I w I just wonder how many meetings she actually is going to have before nominating. I think it'd be really interesting if she just doesn't. She's like, I think I made my mind up. That would be so iconic, honestly. <laughs> and I would be so here for it. She'd piss off so many people too, but I, I would be living. <laughs> but... Tif Tiffany would be living. If only, oh, if only Sarah be Beth so knew. Oh, mad. If only Sarah Beth knew what Tiffany has been saying about her for the past few weeks. I know. My mind always just goes to the clip of her being like, your ass was spared another week. And like, <laughs> now Sarah Beth is the HOH. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> so, yeah. No one will rat her out, though. Nah. Never. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't think I'm going to need any more updates before uh, we go ahead and wrap this up. Because I feel like I feel like we've discussed things. I know it's like... We don't get to the nitty gritty of what's happened on the live feeds and stuff the last few days, but a lot of it has just been Brittany campaigning to no yeah. avail, and we know it's to no avail. So, um, and Kylan meeting with people for hours on end and making no progress by doing it. So that's been the live feed action. If you really wanted the true update, it's a lot of nothing <laughs> and a little bit of like discussing between the cookout members who should we get in like the final three and. Tiffany's like, what if we got Aza? And Hannah's like, I don't want Aza in the final three, though. I want Xavier in the final three with us. Uh, so it's a lot of that kind of thing. So uh, I imagine we will see a lot of push to try to get Derek X as the potential backdoor option or to just put him on the block out front. Um, we'll see if there's even any meetings for this to happen. So um, tomorrow, obviously, we'll find out if the roulette wheel was played. And we'll probably find out who won it just based on if the nominees have changed but before and after they're nominated <laughs> after, I don't know, uh, I guess around 11.30 BB time. I can't ever remember how long nominations takes or anything like that. But tomorrow morning and afternoon hopefully should be good feed action, um, especially if the roulette power gets used. If not, I don't know. SB as HOH is going to be a wild card in terms of if this is going to be exciting or if this is going to be really boring every day. So. I'm hoping for the first option. But Nick, is there anything you wanted to go over before we wrapped up? Um, not really. I feel like we've covered everything I really wanted to say. So Perfect. Pretty good. Um, all right. So thank you everyone for watching. Uh, if you watch this live or if you didn't watch this live, we appreciate it. If you want to subscribe to the channel, that would be great. If you want to like this video, um, that would be great. Nick, Nick, where do you work? <laughs> I work I don't want to say the name out loud just because, but I work at the, That's I, a, I work <laughs> at this location. It's very intrusive. Um, okay. Well, <laughs> thank you, Nick, for answering. Um, all right. Uh, You're welcome.
But we will be back on Sunday to go over the episode and the latest live feed action if you want to join us then. Uh, until then, if you want to catch us on any podcast platform, if you don't like looking at our faces uh, and vice versa, if you only listen to us on podcast platforms and you didn't know we have a YouTube channel, you could check us out there. Um, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Spicy Barrett. You can follow Nick on Twitter at the Nick City. Um, and that's about it. All right, Nick, thank you for joining me. Of course. Thank you for having me. Bye, everyone. Bye.